Hey y'all, welcome to the Peace of Mind Podcast. It's your girl Ray Ray. And it's your girl Tink. And we hope that you feel peace of mind as we share a piece of our mind. Hey, let's get it. Yo, welcome to the Peace of Mind Podcast. We out here in this thing. Ow, you here with <laughs> Tink and Ray Ray. All day long. We are here, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad that each of you guys are here. If you're ready to sit down with some dope-ass black therapists. Um, this is it. Our young millennials, you're in the right spot. This we're going to be talking about all the sort of things, all the things. We're going to talk about mental health stuff, but we're also going to talk about like current events and we're going to talk about cultural things, all everything that's going on, political stuff, whatever it is. We're going to talk about it. We want to interact with you guys and learn what you guys want to hear about too. So, y'all ready for peace of mind? Pom pod. Do you like that? The pom pod? <laughs> That sounds cute. The pod pod. The pod pod. Okay. <laughs> the Peace of Mind podcast. Yes. So we just out here, very first raw ass first podcast episode. We just mm-hmm. gonna get it in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us, tell everybody about you, Ray Ray. Yes, so this is your girl Ray Ray. I'm out here in these streets from Columbia, South Carolina. I was born here in South Carolina. Do I sound like I got an accent? Mm-mm. Sometimes I'll be coming out though. Like when I say sometimes, things. Sometimes you, know. you do. But most of the time, no. <laughs> you know, because most of the time we got the code switch out here. Mm hmm. All the time. So I don't know. But that's what I do. I'm here from Columbia, from South Carolina. A little Southern girl. I wouldn't necessarily call myself a Southern Bill. I feel like that's a white girl thing. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Because like when I be watching them ladies on like the Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. they're Southern Bellish to me. Like how they mm-hmm. like that. You know, pouring that real nice tall glass of tea mm. and having it under a mm-hmm. shady ass tree. Yes. That's very Southern Bellish to me. You know, I'm going to just be sugary sweet, but also be <laughs> like super messy at the same time and insult your ass on the low. Well, child, if that's it, I ain't no Southern Bellish. <laughs> I think I might have grown out of the super shady part of my life. I don't know. <laughs> I do all the shadiness off the, off the record when me and you talk on the phone. I'm going to say, I don't know. I haven't grown out of my... I'm just saying, you know, there's a time and a place. So... Yes, yes. My petty my petty is private. Yes. Oh, I like that. My petty is private. I do not I do not do public petty anymore. Anymore. There was a time now. If y'all look back on... on ooh, don't look back on the timeline. You know, I need to do like a... I need to do a social media scrub. Yeah, you do. I was about to say. I was thinking like all the stuff I got going on and we in the public eye a lot more. Mm-hmm. I need to go clean up some things. I need to do a social media scrub. I did it a little bit on Instagram because it's easier on Instagram. It is. But I think what I'm probably going to do on Facebook is just go in and like change my privacy settings. But what happens a lot of times now is I'll have people who be like, can you make this public? Mm-hmm. Or so I can mm-hmm. share it. And I'll be like, no. <laughs> you know, I don't, like, I do not want my stuff public. Like, I don't, yes. you know. And we had that whole little situation a couple of weeks ago yes. that I told you about where so. somebody, I didn't make something public. And mm-hmm. so somebody just, like, copied and pasted my, um, my post and they did give me credit down at the bottom but the post was long and people just don't, people don't read, read all of it right. and so people were like shouting her out like she wrote the post and, and it was like uh, no, no that was tank Mm-mm. that was tank 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 um and so i had to i had to pull on some of the things my therapist has taught me and had to like hit her up in the inbox because somebody actually hit me and was like yo you know you didn't give her credit and i was like 
No. That, no. First of all. <laughs> if you read all of it on her page, you'll see that that's Tink. Uh-huh. Um, so I had to like hit her up and say, hey, do you mind just putting my tagging me at the top of your post and just editing your post? And she did. She's very gracious. She's another social worker here in town. Uh-huh. But it's a thing. I don't, I don't like my stuff being public, but I saw there how that hit me in the ass by not uh-huh. having my stuff public because then somebody had to copy and paste. So yeah, I think there's pros and cons both ways, but I do. I need to clean up my damn social media because there's some, sometimes in my little memories, I'll be like, oh, I put that on. Listen, I was wearing that. I, I was with this person. I was taking how many shots? (laughs) Did I really cross them out and tag them? Lord Lord. Jesus. (laughs) Now that's super southern. Mm, My mm -hmm. baby just black. Lord have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, ooh, I did that. I did that. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think that I've I've learned a lot over the years, you know. Ray Ray done grown up. Because, (laughs) I mean, now I'm just Ray Ray by name. You see what I'm saying? Ray Ray used to be the hood side of me. I think she's still there mm. when I'm when I get triggered. You know what I'm saying? Go figure. Okay. You were the trigger. <laughs> Listen, Janae Iko can take you there. I'm sorry. That's my girl though. But anyway. Y'all can count on Tink to just bust out the song at any time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like having a walk-in jukebox. That's me, man. <laughs> That's me, man. That like I could start my own like show. Like the Jamie Foxx show. Mm-hmm. I could have been on there. What do you mean? He had the thing where he would like they would say um, a word and you had to be able to come up with a song oh, yes. that had the word in it. You could have won thousands of dollars. Won that. Me and Malik, Malik, Malik oh, would have beat me. Definitely, yes. He's good. Malik is a, he's another therapist and he's the bomb. Yes, he's, he's the bomb. Great. Hey Malik, we love you. Inner shift therapy. Yes. So you know that's the thing about growing up. I think so far and as a, it's like I grow up as a person. Right, but then also I had to grow as a professional. Mm. So those are two different planes, and sometimes they're not on the same level. I got to catch up with myself, big time. I don't know. That just it's kind of like a I got to drag myself with myself. Mm-hmm. It's just too many parts of me. I got to try to put mm-hmm. together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some people will call that a millennial thing, with I us mean, being the slashers. I think on some level, <laughs> yeah, and I think we get like such a bad rap. I do too. We get such a bad rap, and people are so unfair and unkind towards us. Which I'm like to the older generation, especially. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, y'all raised us, so right? First this of all. Re- really, this is like a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and second of all, I'm like, y'all set us up like for a lot of stuff that wasn't really fair mm-hmm. that we've had to face and that we've had to slay. And when you look at it, like millennials, we're like the number one um, age group of caregivers, like, mm-hmm. and we care for our parents. Yes, because them fools. <laughs> <sighs> you know, there are lots of caveats and factors and variables and things we got to consider. But still, bro, you can't do something to mess me up and then expect me to do right. Lord Jesus. I'm responsible for coping. You know what I'm saying? After you have screwed me up. Listen. I'm out here trying not to screw my own kids up. I get it. I'm being very intentional, I mm-hmm. think. It's funny because like now we're in the, um, I think what they call it is the, like the age gap sandwich or the age sandwich where... We are taking care of our parents, but also taking care of our kids. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. Like, it's there's a lot that, that we're tasked to take care of. And sometimes, like, I have to sit back and be like, damn, I'm a grown-up. A whole like, adult. a whole-ass grown-up. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a struggle, though, because sometimes I still feel like, because, like, when you and I work together, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, that sounded terrible. <laughs> but when you and I work together, like, in 2018, mm-hmm. I can remember, like, because of like with the management and stuff sometimes there like feeling like we were kids yeah you know what i'm saying we was in our week full full on the 30s paying rent mortgages 
All and it was still like sometimes like we were like their babies, or, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm grown. Yeah. And sometimes I honestly found myself playing into that role because I think sometimes I still struggle. Um, when I first got in this field, a lot of times I was the youngest one in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, and people are say, oh, you know, you're wise beyond your years. Or, you know, the like micro-aggressive white folks would say like, oh, you're so articulate. Um, and so, <laughs> um, you know, so that was always like a thing. So a lot of times people would feel like they needed to take me under their wing or whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And so I think I fell into that role. So sometimes it just, there's a struggle like of being like, no, I'm grown. Like, and like I own this seat that I've, you know, that I sit in, I've earned this space that I occupy, like, in. Mm-hmm. so I'm not here because I'm no baby and you brought me here. Mm-hmm. No, I've earned this space. Like, right. Yeah. And, different. you know, I think even to, to that end, I'm doing a lot of using my voice a lot lately. Ooh. I never really have not been that person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? First of all, we're talking about, you know, clinical speak and being a therapist. I'm thinking about family of origin. That's that clinical mm-hmm. term we talk about. We talk about the people who have raised us, our village, whoever that is. And, you know, no shade to, you know, my people. I'm just saying, I don't think I learned how to be assertive. Mm-mm. And Me it's either. just, it's just hard. It's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm 34 years old right now. And mm-hmm. I'm just starting to use my voice, I think, to be more, I'm being, I'm being more bold. Only in the, probably like the last year. Hmm. My Jesus here, because I had gone through a lot. You know, I had came down with the Crohn's. I done lost my damn job. Say it, say it, because you sound like you said Corona, 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 Crohn's, just Crohn's. Crohn's disease. I don't have the COVID. No, not the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Let me enunciate. Yo, shout out to everybody who's recovering, though, man. Like, yes. wear your damn mask. Like, for real. I know. Wash your damn hands. And wash your ass. mask off. And wash your ass, too. Yeah, wash everything. Like, people think it's just like washing your hands. You gotta wash everything. And that COVID mm-hmm. sits on your clothes. It sits on your skin. Like, uh-huh. surface. Anything that's a surface. Wash your ass. Wash your ass, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> your girl thinks it. Wash no, your listen. ass. There's some things you gotta say straight forward. But no, I feel mm-hmm. you on that. Like, mm-hmm. I struggled before, too, with speaking my truth and, you know, feeling like I needed to shrink or minimize myself mm. or prioritize other people's experiences, prioritize other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a struggle even in private practice because it's like people come to you and they're like, I need therapy. And I'm like, yeah, you do. And then they're like, but I don't have no money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sis, bruh, I don't really know, mm-hmm. sir, ma'am, person. I don't really know what to say. Like, like, and so there was a time when I would be like, okay, well, I'll just go ahead and see them pro bono. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just, I'll bring my price down. I remember I was seeing a person for $30 oh my an word. hour. All them licenses and things you got? Bebe, all, all, all the alphabet <laughs> soup. And I my soup don't look like your soup. But uh, my soup, but I got some soup. Yes, you do. And I, I got some pasta in my soup. And so some little lettuce, child. And so I'll be like, ooh. Yes, and we got we have to pay for them things every year mm-hmm. or every mm-hmm. other year. <laughs> CEUs and staying up to date on you know all that sort of stuff, but being able to say like even charging what you're worth, like that's a big part of like living in your truth, speaking mm-hmm. your truth. And so if it takes you an hour and a half to do something, I'm sorry, I can't charge you ten dollars for it, boo. No, like it's just one of them things. I mean, so that's and that goes across the board. Like I make T-shirts too, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh well, I can go get the T-shirt off of Shein. For four dollars, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can. Right, go do that. Okay, go do. I that. can call you and ask you to buy nothing now. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And I mean, it's a thing I understand. And don't get me wrong. Like, I have somebody on my case little right now who mm -hmm. I am seeing pro bono. Mm -hmm. And I have three sliding scale slots. But everybody else paying full price. Yeah. I just had to cut off my sliding scale piece. But, you know, I think that comes back around to that point you were making about the caregiver. You know mm, what I'm saying? That part. So it's just one of those things that we have innate, just in tune with, we're in tune with that part of ourselves where we want to be able to take care of everyone. I mean, we're in the helping field, first of all. So in going in business for ourselves, I'm the counselor and the therapist first before I'm the business person. And that, again, I'm coming up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm behind developmentally on the business part. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm ready. Dragging. I'm, I, dragging. You know, dragging that ass. Dragging you it. know? But, I mean, it's just that, that business part. I'm actually looking for a business coach. You know what? Yeah. I need one. That was I, that jerk you talked to. Yeah, I was, that's the only one I talked to. But you know, she gave me some good tips, but she was not she was not kind. Yeah. So I couldn't. But you know, I think the other piece of what you were talking about, though, with like, yes, we're nurturers, yes, we're counselors, mm -hmm. all those sorts of things, but we're also black women, right? And um, I think a lot of times there's such a, a stigma on us. You know, that's what they always talk about: black women will save the world, and we do. Yeah, we do. Um, and so that's a big piece of it. We're born in that. That's innate, and that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I think that is just taught to us is that that is our role. That is what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. is kind of save everybody else, be there for everybody else. And to be honest, a lot of times we don't get the support back from the same people that we're providing support to. Say that. And so um, it gets to be a struggle, and people have so people have expectations. I know Christian and I, we have a training company. Mm -hmm. Where we don't have to code switch, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> not not quite as much, not as much, you know, not quite as much. But we still, you know, we, I still do my hi. My name is Tina Phillips, and I'm, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. So we still do that or whatever. Um, but it, it's a thing where I'm always amazed at even people who hit us up and are like, okay, well, how much is it? And then mm -hmm. we say our prices, and they're like, ooh, ooh. well, could you do this? Okay, no. do you do you try to barter with white males? Mm. Do you try to undercut white males in no. their business? Mm -hmm. Like, no, you don't do that. But they're so quick and have these expectations of us because mm -hmm. we're black women. Mm -hmm. And so it's the thing. Sometimes you, you have to have that voice. And that's coming very handy for us, even recently. Oh, very recently, chat. I promise. Bebe. Because even them emails this week, I was like, uh, Yeah, I had to stay away from them emails. Yeah, I responded this morning. You did? Yes. Good. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking? <laughs> Let me bring y'all into this conversation. So, you know, we have a training business. And like right. a badass training That's business, like like one. national companies that have reached out to us. Like it's not just we're not just out See, here bullshitting. See, undercutting ourselves again. See, I'm just saying, no, just we thing? badass. Like mm -hmm. like major universities are doing research on our shit, like that we have come up with for the black community. For the black community, you're right. We you just say it like and that. community and out loud when we actually talk about what we do and who we are. We are badass. We dope as fuck. So I don't know as I don't know this I don't understand how why it's so hard for me to be like, you know what, we do all these things. Cause that goes back to that mentality that like you always gotta minimize yourself, you always gotta shrink, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want somebody else to feel uncomfortable. You don't want somebody else to mm -hmm. think you're conceited or arrogant or you know, and it like I know I was always taught like let other people, you mm -hmm. know, congratulate you, let other people talk about your assets. Mm -hmm. No. No. Like that's fine too. And it's not I don't think I'm better than anybody else, mm -hmm. but I also know where I stand in this world. Yeah. And I know what and I know what I bring to the table and I am not going to minimize it. 
Uh-huh. Who's somebody coughing in the next room that's so loud? Okay. <laughs> the COVID. Yeah, they better not be no damn <laughs> COVID. COVID. Lord. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we, we marginalize ourselves because that's what we've been taught. Mm-hmm. It's all back to that modeling piece of what we see and how, you know, it's hard to value myself as a black woman when people don't value Ooh. us. Like, I don't really see that. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to those emails that come through, after it's every time we do a training, we get at least, what, four or five emails requesting us to come to your agency and train you. For about, five dollars. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do that for your entire staff and your community. <laughs> if you tell telling me you don't know how to relate or treat black boys you you really gonna pay five dollars for that you're telling me that you need me to fill this gap that's all they think it's worth in all honesty when Mm -hmm. you're really looking at it we're talking about people who have historically have been aware that Mm -hmm. people are people yes period and that black men or black boys or brown boys they are people like you are aware of that yes or mm-hmm. you're still thinking about that three-fifths rule mm. and like mm. a lot of times people Damn, aren't aware like we don't know how much like that sits in rooms mm-hmm. all the times especially mm-hmm. in nonprofit sectors um and so it's the thing like that's what they think is worth they if, if we were in here and we were talking about things that they wanted to talk about mm-hmm. um then it would be a completely it different would, It would be a whole different game. training. Yes. Yeah. They don't want to talk about this. And that's all we got to get in their ass about this implicit bias. Yep. In the beginning and all throughout all of our trainings, we got to do that because you bring in, you pro, you bring in everything that you're projecting about mm-hmm. what you believe about this community mm-hmm. onto us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be here to be your show pony or your token. When we come to your agency, we finna get in that ass. Period. That's just what it is. Because you say you want change. We're not here to have you um, use us to check no boxes. Period, fool. <laughs> okay, we ain't trying to do that. So if you really want to change, then you're going to have to, first of all, pay. That's exactly what we need to talk mm-hmm. about first. That's the first thing. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what you say, like you're saying, right, team? Like you showing your worth. You're showing what you, how, you, how much you value mm-hmm. this information. Mm-hmm. Based on what you invest in it. Mm-hmm. You already know if you only got $500 for a car... You you know and don't get me wrong, yeah. I don't I I didn't have some five hundred dollar cars in my day now, mm-hmm. and so I get it. Like, but you already know you're not gonna go onto the lot and be like, well, does it have air conditioning? Can I get electric windows? Like, you're not gonna be asking for all that. At that point, if for five hundred dollars, you already know I'm gonna get something that possibly can get me to point from point A to point B in my own town. In my town, like <laughs> that's it. Yeah, like that's it. In my community, that is all. Mm-hmm. And and most of us like when you're in that spot, like you're okay with accepting that because that's all you got, and maybe that's all you need for the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But there comes a point in time you're not gonna walk into, you know, the the Bentley dealership and tell them that you want to pay, you know, a Toyota price. Toyota is a very nice car. Yes, don't I just, get me wrong. My last car was a Toyota. It's mm-hmm. a very nice car, but it does not compare in cost to a Bentley. And you're not going to get the same perks that you get with a Bentley in a Toyota. You're just not. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what happens is people, they have preconceived notions about um, what kind of car they want. Mm-hmm. Right? And so they believe that because Christian and I are black women, that we ought to give them a discount. Um, you know, the, the Toyota price. Not even, they don't even want Toyota price. And they want like... <laughs> <laughs> they want like the hoopty back of the mechanic shop. It ain't even no lot like so the back of the you know what I'm saying that he just got from somebody who left it there and he just trying to get rid of it now. Mm-hmm. Like they want that kind of price and it's like I don't, really mm-hmm. no. I need y'all to know we ain't lemons out here. No, yeah, 
That's not how it's going to happen. And what we got does not just take you from point A to point B in your community. It it can take you global. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, say that. go with that. International. Yes. Mm-hmm. And get ready to pay for that. That's yes. just, it's a thing. So, like, to everybody who's out there listening, like, no matter what your hustle is, no matter what your business is, like, value yourself and accept the best. Like, don't accept anything less than what you are worth. And, yes, things have to change. So, like, I'm having a price increase in my private practice mm-hmm. in September um, for therapy, and I just went through a price increase for Reiki. But I had to take into account, like, okay, now I'm a master level Reiki practitioner. Mm -hmm. And even though I was helping other people, the amount of money that I was making, it was not worth my time. And I wasn't getting compensated for my rent, for my Mm -hmm. bills, for the supplies that I have to have. Like, all of this stuff costs money. Mm -hmm. And so it's not cool. Like, I had to really sit with myself and say, I know that you're helping out the community. And that's fine. But however, I have to eat. Yeah, you know what? Let me back up. Those are all good points, Tink. But let me just, let me let the people know, okay? <laughs> you know, if we just gloss over all this shit you be doing. <laughs> let me just, in, in an effort to get to know Tink and Ray Ray, let me just let y'all know that as to our true millennial selves, we are true slashers, okay? Listen. Because I was going to ask Tink, can I just sneak on your table before I go? <laughs> Girl! <laughs> because Tink just said she did, what, you, your t-shirts. Right. The new t-shirt. The Reiki. Reiki. Master. I'm a Reiki master. Okay, Reiki master. Okay, I saw that shirt, yes. She did my makeup last week for a photo shoot that we did. And I was going to say, your brows look good. Thank you. you t- I want that color. No, is this, that tinting? No, this is a... Um, no, no, this That's is a Mac. Tinted. No, this is just a Mac pencil. But oh. I tinted. I just the girl you just saw mm-hmm. leave. I tinted her eyebrows this morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got lots. Of, I got lots I got of things several happening. different streams going on here. Plus, we got the JP training and everything. Uh-huh. Like we stay busy. We do stay busy. And I help my husband's um, catering company, uh-huh. so I run that the business side of that. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm doing. Uh, we stay busy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you got to know your worth. And yes. So you can't. You know. Which my husband's company, he's it's real important to him that we do like nonprofit businesses mm-hmm. or churches or whatever that we cut them a deal. Mm-hmm. That's cute or whatever, but I was I also <laughs> have to remind him I'm like a lot of times these nonprofit agencies like they get grant money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to right. be able to cover things like events that they have mm-hmm. or if they're a fundraiser and stuff. So you only charging them costs for food mm-hmm. and a very small fee for the labor is yeah like. It's not, I mean, it's helpful, it's kind Mm -hmm. or whatever, but a lot of times they can't even allocate money um, different places. So, like, just because they're saving money on catering doesn't mean that they can move that money to clients. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times with grant money, it's earmarked um, for certain categories. So, like, we've had to have that conversation. Like, "Mm." they can change that budget if they really wanted to. Switch budget lines. They can, but it's a process and you have to get approval, um, Mm -hmm. just depending on, you know, how strict the, the. the grant is um and you know it's the same thing you you do things and you want to help and because you want to give back and giving back is a very good thing i'm a social worker so i mm-hmm. do you know my code of ethics says i have to do some things pro bono and mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. like i said i got a whole pro bono client right now mm-hmm. who comes weekly <laughs> so it's a thing but like i say you, you also have to value what you're doing you know and there's nothing it's, it's nothing like not charging what you're worth and a client coming in and they are like telling you all the things that they're doing they're going on trips 
there. Girl, and coming then, in with new bundles and, and nails listen, done and, and all bags, type of things. And then you go out and see their vehicle and you like, oh, damn, okay. sis, okay, but you only paying me? Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're mm-hmm. asking me to be on sliding scale. Mm-hmm. like, And I can't count nobody's chips. I don't know right. what nobody has. But at the same time, I'm not going to suffer or go without so that somebody else can thrive like that's not mm-hmm. that's, that's not, not fair it's, it's not fair and it's not how this works and it's not good business it's not i was about to say it's not good practice it's not good self-care either that's not that's not doing <laughs> say good. that because you know that's that goes back again we are teaching people how to treat us mm-hmm. that's the main thing so i'm looking forward to just growing here's to just seeing what happens in business and in life that's what it's about mm-hmm so that's going to be one of the things that I'm excited about, especially with this podcast, you know. I'm just looking forward to learning more about myself, learning more about how we can give back in a different way, staying true to myself. Because I know that I do have little ADHD tendencies. I just like to try new things, do random stuff. That's okay, though. <laughs> you got like, to see. Yes. You got to see stuff. It's going to be good. I'm excited. So I know, I mean, one of the things that we want to do is make sure we're involved with our listeners. You know what I'm saying? Like Tink said in the beginning, you let us know what you want to hear. We just want to give y'all a little piece of who we are. I mean, this is an ongoing process. You'll get to yeah. know us throughout the whole thing. We are going to be talking about current events. So, as mm-hmm. y'all know, uh, we definitely wanted to throw that whole August Alcina in uh, with the with the Smiths on in here. Mm-hmm. But we're going to wait, actually, till after the Red Talk table happens. Mm-hmm. And so we'll probably be coming back at y'all next week. Uh, mm-hmm. with a little bit more about that because we're going to talk about what it looks like from a therapeutic standpoint mm-hmm. um, when we start adding in like threesomes or also open relationships mm-hmm. um, what that what that does what it looks like if you're going to do it like what are some good parameters for that mm-hmm. um, like and what are the risks involved because there are risks involved as we all see this week mm-hmm. and people can say what they want to say about what is up, or bro. what ain't happening but good night <laughs> but there's honestly this has really started to be something that a lot of people in the black community have become very open to now yes open relationships as well as like you know um, multiple sex partners mm-hmm. uh, within a relationship the ethical or non-monogamy as they call it yes <laughs> yes i just like saying that ethical that, non-monogamy that's it's kind of fun it's to like say. a tongue twister kind of <laughs> yeah um ethical non-monogamy Oh, yes. Doesn't it sound fun when you roll it off yes. the tongue? And people go live how they want to live. I've heard a lot of different things mm-hmm. about ethical non-monogamy. Um, I have a good friend, Jessica, who's, you know, researched polyamory with her practice and, you know, her work with couples and things like that. Come on, so, Envision. Yes, she's Envision out here counseling. in these streets <clears throat> making sure she is on top of that because there are so many different types of relationships. Who are we to say, you know what I'm saying, have somebody else live their life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I let nobody into my marriage like that, but... Well, it's the thing. You have to also take into account that, like, we can all say, oh, I, you know, it's totally fine to do, but you also have to remember in your mind you are still contending with societal norms. Mm -hmm. And what is our norm in this society is monogamy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why they call it creeping because it's something you do on the low Mm -hmm. usually, right? Um, And so now we are moving, though, into some new directions where things are a lot more open and people are a lot more fluid in general, um, sexuality wise. Mm -hmm. Um, And and even with gender. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a spectrum for everything. But we have to talk about this and like we have to talk about it from a clinical and professional standpoint, too, because there are some implications Mm -hmm. for these sorts of relationships, for sure. There's a lot that goes along with it. so I guess I I shave I'll share I'll shave I will save my perspective for the next, next time the next time. So we do hope that y'all will join us. Yes, it's gonna be next dope. time. It's gonna be dope. We're definitely gonna talk about that. 
Um, and then I think we're also going to have some um, special guests. No, it was supposed to be we had the the reader, the viewers. I mean, the listeners. Oh, the listener letters. Oh yes. Like an Ask Abby situation. Yes. That's going to be fun. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we give you, we're going to give you our peace of mind. Mm-hmm. A peace of our mind. How about that? Okay. Um, it's not all going to be clinical, neither. No. In this space, I can actually give advice. I can say, well, Nick, what you should do. Yes. <laughs> and how dare you? And yes. I can't believe you said that. Yes. All the things you can't really say in therapy. Yes. <laughs> we just, there's so many times where we have to just hold our tongues. That's what we were talking with another therapist about mm-hmm. who was just here getting her eyebrows done, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one of the things we were talking about. How many times we sit in rooms and spaces with people and we're looking like, uh, sis, you just going to let him? <laughs> Sir, you just going to let her? That poker face y'all is a just beast. Gonna... Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, this is what we doing. Oh, okay, then. And all of this dialogue has to happen in our heads in my, in my with mind. a complete straight face because you're just like, hmm, okay. Like, we might get a, do a little nod, but in our head, that inner, that inner. It's a conflict, sis. Ooh. And touching my stuff. I be triggering the session all the damn time. Nigga, you out your damn mind. <laughs> like, be, sometimes I be, what the hell? What did you just say? Sometimes you want to be like, who raised you? Mm. What mm. happened in your house that you think that this is okay now? Go like, this is not okay at all. Your whole life. Go start your whole life over. Yeah, so we definitely have had to do that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we looking forward to this. We gonna wrap it up now. Yeah. We just shot the shit for a little bit. Maybe we'll come back a little bit more structured next time. Maybe we won't. We don't know. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. So y'all just watch the glow up because we're excited. Alright, well I'll let y'all. Alright, that's the Palm Pod with Tink and Ray Ray. Ew. Hey y'all, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And look for us on Instagram and engage with us at peaceofmind underscore pod. That's P-I-E-C-E of mind underscore pod. We can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yeah.